Welcome to the Lively Living with Lupus podcast. I am your host, Lydia Romero-Johnson, holistic health coach and registered nurse. So glad that you're here. Today is day number 31 of Lupus Awareness. Thank you very much for joining me along this journey. This past month, every day, I set out with the intention to share a little bit of awareness, whether that was sharing information, a fact, my own story, resources, support, tied in with the holistic health and lupus combination of things, but definitely lupus awareness daily on this podcast um, to share with you. And so we made it a whole month. So yay, thank you for tuning in. If you didn't get a chance, you can go ahead to the beginning of this month and listen to the podcast. They're there. Um, And so, you know, please do share with a friend, you know, lupus awareness has to continue aside from this month. I will say I was, you know, pumped up, fired up in the beginning of this month. Here we are with COVID and all the things happening with, you know, COVID and looking at all the um, health disparities and who was at higher risk of having complications and, and all. And guess what? Like, people of color and, you know, underlying health conditions. And guess what? Lupus is a diagnosis that is primarily women, women of color, right? And so we have that, we have all those boxes in that space. And so that's something really scary. And then we have the situation of, you know, hydrochloroquine with our president talking, um, in irresponsible ways um, about this medication then leading to um, people not being able to get their medication and maintain their regimen and um, bringing up a lot of fears and stressors and like so many things, right? So at the beginning, I was just like fired up, lupus awareness every day, you know, um, and then thinking about, okay, how... COVID is affecting people with these disparities and and the risk and like all these things. It was just kind of like, okay, I need to come on here and share. And, and again, my intention is to promote health and prevent illness, prevent struggle, prevent pain and promote healing um, and resources and education and insight and, and all of those things. And then here we are at the end of the month and it feels like COVID is like a memory in a sense, um, with everything that's just been going on recently, um, with the murder of George Floyd and, um, just all the racial pain that is surfaced, just the pain of our country. Um, and, so many people um that's just just everywhere you know it just feels like it's it's everywhere right now it's so raw it's so vulnerable it's so painful it's so sad um it's just so many different things going on and with that you know it's just kind of like firing me up in a different way than it was in the beginning of the month. And I think it's kind of reinforcing, you know, some of that fire in a sense, because, you know, again, some of those health disparities that were speaking to me with COVID, um, you know, now it's just kind of looking at, okay, well here, this is going 
on a deeper level. And so while I am totally the kind of person who, whoa, it would be great if everything was happy-go-lucky, you know, shit's, shit's real. Um, shit's getting real. Shit's getting realer. Shit's been real. But, you know, um, it's time. It's time for things to go to that deeper level um, to then hopefully um, get to a place if we're able to lean into some of those vulnerabilities and gain more clarity to some of the pains, the problems, the systems, the structures, like all of those things, there can be some change and some healing on many layers because things have been on the surface for so long. So, so yeah, so I was like, hmm, what could speak to that? And so just to say, even though I've been doing a little bit of lupus awareness for this month, um, the in daily for this month, the intention is continue to continue the lively living with lupus podcast, um, to continue it weekly. Weekly is my intention. And, um, I definitely would like to start having some conversations on here so that something I'm not going to put a timeline on it yet, but that is something that is speaking to me. I think it would be great to have some conversations and interviews and bring some people on to talk about a combination of things. So that's something to look forward to. Also, you know, with a lot of the topics that I've touched on in this past month and spreading and talking about lupus awareness, you know, it hasn't, they've been short, kind of short, sweet lupus awareness, a little bit of information touching on some things. But a lot of the topics that I've talked about are things that, you know, I would like to take time in the future to go deeper on. And so um, I definitely think that that'll be something that you'll be seeing in the podcast moving forward is taking some of those topics and going um, deeper and maybe even providing some additional resources and content um, to go along with with some of those things. Um, so yeah, so I hope you join me for sure um, on that journey um, to continue listening to the podcast. And, you know, if you have any questions or comments or anything, please do feel free to um, reach out to me. That would be um that would be great. I would like that. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. I wanted to share something. I was like, well, what can kind of capture some of, um, you know, kind of where things are right now? Here we are at the end and a little bit of, you know, where I want to um, kind of go in some, in some aspects that definitely, you know, a holistic body, mind, spirit, like I said, you know, that that's my jam. Um, but I think that, um, it is important to get other pieces, um, in life in the mix. And so that means going deeper in time. I like, I like research. Um, I'm not a researcher, like in the professionals, space, (laughs) but I like to look up like research articles and things like that. So I found something that is an article. It's research. It says, um, update on lupus epidemiology, advancing health disparities research through the study of minority populations. 
and it looks like it's Christina Drencard and Sam Lim who are the authors. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit. I'm going to kind of bounce around on it. So just want to share some points on here, which uh, were speaking to me. So just abstract purpose of review. The current review focuses on recent population-based studies that have examined the burden of lupus disease outcomes and gaps in quality of care with an emphasis in research addressing health disparities. Okay. So recent findings, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention National Lupus Registries underscore higher susceptibility of both systemic lupus erythematomus and primary cutaneous lupus among people of color compared with whites. Uh, not only does SLE disproportionately strike people from racial and economic minorities, those individuals are also at increased risk of developing severe manifestations following SLE diagnosis. Mortality is higher and death occurs at a younger age among blacks compared with whites. Furthermore, ongoing centers for disease control and prevention supported based lupus cohorts, along with research by other groups, have provided new insight into the role of social determinants on outcomes and opportunities to improve care in diverse lupus populations. So quick summary, while descriptive epidemiological efforts have been critical to providing more accurate estimates of the burden and mortality of lupus across diverse demographic groups, emerging research suggests a significant influence of psychosocial and healthcare system factors on disease outcomes. These current efforts represent important steps towards the development of clinical and public health interventions aimed at eliminating health disparities and lupus populations. Okay. So then it goes into introduction and, um, I'm not going to read the whole article to you. I'll guide you to where you can go ahead and check it out, but I'm just going to see, uh, read a couple things that pop to me, um, on here. Okay. So it says, as SLE severity is worse and mortality remains high among minority groups, new epidemiological efforts, including three longitudinal population-based cohorts formed from the CDC fund registries are providing novel insights into the natural history of both SLE and cutaneous lupus across racially and ethnically diverse populations. This review focuses on studies that have examined the burden, mortality, outcomes, and quality of care in U.S. populations with lupus with an emphasis on those that provide insight into health disparities. So I'm going to list some of the titles they have on here. Advance, uh, Advancing Lupus Health Disparities Research in the United States through the Center for Disease Control, Prevention National Lupus Registry. So again, some information there. And let's see, they have um, a section in mortality in lupus um, where they give, you know, they have some numbers and all. And then they also have um, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention based, um, population-based lupus cohorts. Uh, 
They have depression and systemic lupus erythematomus and primary chronic cutaneous lupus. So it says depressive symptoms have been recognized in 10 to 75% of individuals with SLE or cutaneous lupus. Compared with whites, African-Americans with SLE have worse mental health, which in turn can lead to adverse health-related behaviors such as poor medical adherence. However, African-American patients with SLE have been underrepresented in studies of depression. Moreover, recent data suggests that African-Americans with SLE are less likely to be diagnosed with depression than their white counterparts. Findings from the Gold Cohort underscored that among 635 African-American individuals with SLE, 35% reported moderate to severe depression symptoms and 54 reported low medication adherence. Moreover, the severity of depressive symptoms had an increasingly negative impact on treatment adherence. And then it goes on, let's see. Psychosocial stressors and lupus outcomes. So genetic and socioeconomic factors do not fully explain racial disparities in SLE outcomes. Compare with whites, African-Americans are more likely to experience psychosocial stressors, which can potentially aggravate and exacerbate SLE. Three recent publications have addressed the impact of psychosocial stressors on outcomes among SLE participants of the goal and clue cohorts. All right, so then they have another section, race discrimination and vicarious racism. Um, And again, right, with everything going on right now, I think this is something that's very important because this this is a systemic generational pain and struggle and trauma. So it says the interpersonal experience of racial discrimination is a source of stress that can activate inflammatory pathways and lead to poor SLE outcomes. A study conducted among 427 African-American women with SLE recruited from the gold cohort revealed that 80% of participants reported experiencing racial discrimination in at least one of nine domains, school, getting a job, work, getting um, housing, medical care, service at a store, restaurant, obtaining credit um, uh, on the street, public setting from the police or in the courts with 40% experiencing racial discrimination in five or more. Greater racial discrimination correlated with both higher disease activity and organ damage after adjusting for socioeconomical and health-related factors. The same group of investigators further examined the relationship between vicarious racism and disease activity in the goal sample of African-American women with SLE. Vicarious racism is a secondhand type of exposure to racism. And they have examples of hearing about or observing acts of racism or discrimination that cause psychosocial stress and may contribute to health disparities. Vicarious racism stress was found to be associated with SLE activity after adjusting for socioeconomic and health-related covarities, as well as everyday discrimination. As people of color are disproportionately stricken by lupus, 
and also more frequently exposed to racial discrimination. These experiences can lead or extenuate health disparities. The author suggests that public health interventions directed to eradicate racial discrimination across, across multiple societal levels, along with policy aimed at combating the structural systems that perpetuate racism are needed to reduce racial disparities in U.S. populations, including those afflicted by SLE. Okay, this is, this is real shit, people. Um, and so, again, I'm not going to read the whole article. I'm going to guide you to it. But, again, the way my brain works is body, mind, spirit. How are things connected? In my mind, there's, there's always layers to this shit. And it's always all connected in some way, shape, or form. And so, um, just to shed some light on that, especially with, you know, everything that is going on right now. So just thinking of all of you guys, I know that I'm feeling right, you know, um, everything that's happening and, and so lupus is one thing, but also to then, um, be a sensitive person in a sense, like empathy and, and to put yourself in someone else's shoes or to actually have flashbacks of things that have happened to you that may be similar to something else that you're seeing, or like they said, just kind of seeing that pain, um, it can be a trigger. And so I just want to encourage you all to, you know, take care of yourself. And so some of the things that I've talked about over the past month in that body, mind, spirit approach, like it's still, even though everything is going on right now, it's even more important for you to take care of yourself, body, mind, spirit, make sure you're healthy, taking your meds, keeping your appointments, you know, having your supports, drinking your water, getting your sleep. And I know it can be hard and there's so many things coming up and it's so stressful and painful and all of these things is still um, so important to make sure that you take care of yourself. Um, but again, sometimes I feel like I, we all learn in different ways. Um, but looking at things like this helped me to make more connections and gain a little bit more understanding and insight as to how you know, our bodies respond to the different things that we experience. Um, so then it goes on to a section on childhood trauma. Um, it says, uh, childhood trauma, another psychosocial stressor that has been linked to chronic conditions, um, in a racially ethnically diverse samples of 269 individuals with SLE, the clues cohort underscored a significant association of increasing levels of adverse childhood experiences, ACEs with higher depression, higher disease activity, and worse functional, worse physical function. Moreover, um, women, Latinos, or African-Americans, older participants, those without a college degree and those with lupus nephritis were more likely to report ACEs. Um, as the subgroups have worse SLE outcomes, these findings supported the need for ACE screening and psychological interventions among high-risk patients with SLE. So that's that. Um, and then it has another section, which I'm not gonna read on, but quality of lupus nephritis care. And then it has impact of dietary omega fatty acid intake on health related quality of life domains. And what else does it have? Um, other research targeting high risk populations with systemic 
um, erythematomus in the U.S. Uh, has quality of systemic lupus care in the U.S., Indian, and Alaska native populations. So some information to read there. Um, treatment adherence in systemic lupus erythematomus. Um, kidney allograft survival in minorities with systemic lupus. Um, has information there. And then I'll read the conclusion to you. Uh, recent epidemiological, excuse my, uh, my uh, reading, <laughs> studies have made significant contributions to our understanding of the population burden and natural history of individuals with SLE and cutaneous lupus from diverse race and ethnic backgrounds. While ongoing research is providing new insight into the social and healthcare system factors that shape outcomes in lupus, minorities, future studies addressing casual pathways, biologic mechanisms and mitigating factors will be critical in guiding multi-level interventions to confront the problem of lupus health disparities in the United States as well as the rest of the world. Okay, so multi-level interventions, multi-level. Like I said, there's many levels to this shit, body, mind, spirit, so much more. So I like how they kind of went there. Multi-level interventions is what's going to be required um, for a combination of things, right? For everything that's going on right now um, with the state of our, of our world with regards to race, regards to COVID, regards to politics, regards to um, lupus, all of the things. So it's so important that um that we take care of ourselves and and you know we're patient and kind with ourselves along the way um we're just navigating right as best as as we can um so let me know if you have any questions let me give you this site because i want you to be able to come back and read it all and check it out because I think it's pretty, um, has a lot of good information and in it. So it looks like it's journals.lww.com. Um, and it says, again, it's was titled, um, Update on Lupus Epidemiology, Advancing Health Disparities Research Through the Study of Minority Populations. I'm going to see if I can attach it to the, um, to the notes, show notes. Um, and if that works, you can look from there. If you don't see them there, you can feel free to reach out to me and I can send it to you. Um, and it looks like it's also... If you go to, so current opinion in rheumatology is what it is, where the journal um, articles are. So, all right. So that's that. Um, again, thank you for joining me on this past month of Lupus Awareness Month. Um, I wish, <laughs> you know, um, things were ending on a better note with everything that is happening um, in the world. Um, but we are, you know, um, resilient humans, right? 
So we are resilient humans and um, we have to take care of ourselves and take care of each other and keep practicing our self-care and our coping skills and learning and growing and being vulnerable and being patient and kind with ourselves and all the things like there's so many things um just again i think if that body mind spirit approach speaks to you seeing how you can apply it in so many um different ways you know in different places and spaces um of your life and so that might mean um you hear something that's going on like be mindful of how your body is responding to that information and um be aware of the thoughts that come up with that and how um how you can help yourself navigate those things and uh, being mindful and preventative of a lupus flare and the other thing too with everything that's going on right it's like how can i help how can i serve how can i be part of this all of these things too being honest with yourself and realistic as to like where's the best place um for you to be so depending on the state of your lupus and of course covid is still there even though it appears like it's not um you know is protesting something um for you or is it maybe making a donation somewhere or is it writing your feelings about what's happening or is it having a support group of um you know in the community that's focusing on um social and racial justices and and um advocating you know like what what is it going to be um where is that space for you because i know sometimes you feeling like helpless that's just like you know that can make you feel more stressed and and more pain so exploring with yourself you know what do you feel is the best place and space for you to be i always you know and now of course you know with covid the thing was like you know what would you have me do who would you have me serve that would, that would just keep playing and now it's kind of like okay i know you know i know who i'm serving <laughs> it's like you know a little bit more clarity okay well what would you have me do and so um you know it's okay to keep asking yourself those things um and just seeing where you're guided and to me i think that's where kind of some of that spiritual aspect comes in like you know where is that nudge pulling you to to help to serve is it joining something in the community is it creating something putting it out there um is it having starting a conversation about something is it praying is it you know is it going somewhere is it donating money raising money offering your services like whatever cuz in a situation where there's so many so much pain and so much going on like we even though we might have our own challenges with our body and even right covid people out of work money like all these things just to say that there's still ways that you can help and that you can serve and and just want to encourage you to you know reflect on that on your own to see what feels good for you cuz ultimately it's your journey um yeah that just spoke to me <laughs> all right i wish you the best again thank you for joining me and don't forget so we have a giveaway we have a giveaway a giveaway giveaway um lively um 
month. Okay. If you've been listening to the Lively Living with Lupus podcast this whole month and would like to be entered in the giveaway, then please do DM me um, saying, you know, entry. You can just type in entry um, for giveaway or if you want to say something else, whatever, that's fine. And I'll put your name in um, for the entry. And it is um, an Oracle card deck, Divine Downloads from my friend Elizabeth Overton um, on her kind of goes along in the spiritual space. Awesome card deck, um, that I am giving away <clears throat> and I am also giving away. And I was trying to figure out, I'm like, what else? I know I want to give something else. I'm going to be giving away two week, uh, two week coaching sessions. So that'll be a phone call and that will be unlimited, um, email support, uh, for two weeks. So I will share more information on that. But if you're interested in winning um, that, then please do um, go to the Lively Living with Lupus um, Instagram and DM me that you're interested. And the coaching sessions will be over phone. And I think I'm going to make them an hour each. And like I said, they'll have... um, unlimited email support. And they'll also have, um, a follow-up email with recommendations and, um, resources and tips and a combo of things, um, after each session. Okay. So, um, kind of throwing this in there like last minute. So I think I'll extend a couple days on when, you know, people can submit. So if you're listening to this, please do. If you're interested, if you have been listening and you want to be entered to win, then please do, like I said, DM me and then every name that I get in there, I'll um, decide when I'll pull to let somebody know when they've won. And don't forget about Lively Living with Lupus in the kitchen. So far, there's been two videos. There's one more to come uh, in the near future. Editing is a, is a. So something I'm working out, um, but it is fun though. I will say it's a good creative outlet. Um, in any case that's coming soon, but I plan on, you know, being consistent on there with, um, the lively living with lupus in the kitchen, um, YouTube on the lively living with lupus YouTube channel. So please do subscribe and share. All right. That's that. I'm rambling. Thank you so much. I wish you a beautiful day. Stop. Stay well. Much love. Bye.